Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Oh, I'm just gravy. And um, we should mention, Brian, that you're Skyping in from Hollyweird because yes. uh, your punishment last episode was to join the writing staff of Roseanne, and you have done so. I have. How's and, it going? Uh, it's, uh, it's, been a w- <laughs> it's been a wild ride, let me tell you. Um, so I got here, and I was not at all excited. And then, you know, the, the other writers, like, welcomed me in, and I it was feeling pretty good about yeah. it. And then they, they um, you know, they're like, do you have any pitches for storylines, that kind of thing? And so I pitched this thing where I was like, you know, what if uh, what if Donald Trump, like, tweeted at Russia, like, missiles are on your way or on their way to you. And, like, don't worry, they're going to find you because they're really smart missiles and they're going to get you. And they were like, no. Number one, we really love Donald Trump. Number two, that's the most ridiculous thing. Uh, anyone's ever thought of that would never happen so that idea got shot down and then this morning i look on twitter and he actually tweeted that it was crazy missed opportunity and i because also don't know this but the way writing for tv works is you write each episode like it's like saturday night live you write it that week and then it premieres (laughs) that week you don't write it all ahead of time so yeah i missed opportunity and actually I'm surprised you even got that idea out of your mouth because isn't Trump actually the head writer on the show now? Uh, he is, but he's never there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's always he's always busy. So, um, he yeah, I I don't know exactly what kind of oversight he has. But. Well, uh, good news, your punishment is over. <sighs> I sent Thank a letter God. of resignation to uh head writer Trump, and Thank you. Uh, so bad news. I'm gonna need you back here in the Doom Tomb like asap like yesterday by the time i'm done doing this intro spiel you better be here all right i gotta go see ya see ya so while brian gets here uh i wanted to uh let the n- new listeners know what the show is we uh play our favorite new songs and discuss them we each pick four songs in secret and then debut them for each other uh you might hear me say lordy lordy barry gordy and if I did my job right, Brian will say Papa Likey. Usually he would say it, but he's not here yet. Um, and that's our stamp of approval. That gives us a point. And then at the end of the show, we tally up the points and uh, pick the winner and the fucking loser. And the loser will face their punishment. Hey, what's up? Uh, Papa Likey, did, did that happen yep, already? Yeah, that happened Oh, you told, all, yeah. you told the new yeah, listeners the about the, the competition you, and all that kind of thing? Yeah, you went that, over the, all of it? Mm-hmm. Did you mention your... Uh, stamp of I approval. Did, I did. Um, how we get a point. One's the winner. One's the fucking loser. Yeah, all yeah, that I got stuff. It. I got it. All right, cool. Have some faith in me. You took a little bit longer than expected. <sighs> yeah. You know, Holly I've heard weird people is far away. Yeah, I've heard people complain about the uh, long trek from to the west coast uh, from here, but it's like you did it in like five minutes. So red eye flights, baby. So Brian, what should our punishment be? Uh, this week got any ideas um i had one so i was thinking that whoever loses has to go to washington dc sit down with orrin hatch the senator from utah and explain to him what the fuck facebook is because i don't know if you heard any of the oh, testimony God, no. from mark zuckerberg but orrin hatch has no clue what facebook <laughs> is and he's asking these questions on this panel and it's like 
do some research at least. Like he has no idea like the basic functionality of it I or could, what it exists for. I really hope I lose them because I could explain it. It's it's a toilet. That's, that's all. That's all you need. It's a doo doo toilet. He he would probably be like, okay, let's go. Up. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, you know, it's Friday the thirteenth. Maybe Jason, you know, the loser gets Jasoned. <laughs> Jason gets you in the lake. So you die. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We don't know what happens oh, once but, they go wait. underwater. I, yeah, but then we would have to stop the podcast. Um, in the first one, spoilers. Uh, you know, Jason's mother is actually Jason. Jason and yeah. Jason died. Um, she's wearing this like sweater. Looks pretty itchy. Maybe you could wear that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wear sure. an itchy sweater. Yeah, we could do that, or we could explain Facebook to Orrin Hatch. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Um, we'll go with the Orrin Hatch one. All right. Um, but while we're on the subject of Friday Thirteenth, can I talk about Friday Thirteenth Three? Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. I was more of a Halloween person. Oh, Halloween's great. Yeah. You liked you like Paul Rudd cameos. Uh, Paul Rudd. I believe that was Halloween Five. That yeah. that movie was great. Is that really how you say Halloween? How do how do <laughs> I say it? saying Halloween? Halloween. Oh man. <laughs> I guess so. I'm a I'm a Midwestern boy. You know, we say our ass. Right, right. But in uh, Friday the Thirteenth Three, it was 3D, and uh, you know, it was the 80s, so it wasn't anything cool. So it's just like a bunch of like a pool cue coming at the camera, what? or like a doorknob or what? something coming at the camera. It's really funny. Um, that's all I wanted to say. About that was great. I'm happy that we diverted into that, so you could say that. All right. Well, um. You know, I as much as I'd love to go to DC, like I said, I think you're gonna be uh, making that trip as well because you the odds are stacked against you. I I disagree. I feel like the odds are ever in my favor. Okay, well I, you're I, wrong. I, as, I ascribe to the Hunger Games philosophy a lot. Oh, is that what that was from? I was like, second Thrones. No, no <laughs> Hunger Games, man. Um, but no, the odds are stacked against you because we both went after a song, and um. As the rules state, if both of us go after a song and one of us gets it, that's a, a point automatically before we even listen to the song. And so we both went after Nico Case. Mm. I reached out, you know, through the proper channels. You responded to her tweet like a weirdo. And no, I did that after. You, do you I, think Nico Case doesn't have anything better to do than to respond to your? Uh, hey, where can I get your publicist email? She um. Just she so you got know, time for that shit. Nico, so everyone knows Nico Case is super responsive on Twitter. She, she is. She likes things. Do you know it's bit. her? Uh, no, I don't. I do. I believe it's her though because she will often tweet like animals on her farm and stuff, pictures yeah. of them. So I, I think it is her. And she tweets like personal stuff. Um, I yeah, I think she tweeted like about when her barn burned, which I think yes. has something yes, to do with the song about. that you're gonna play. Um, yeah. So. Who whoever doesn't know Nico Case by this point, you're a fool. Uh she's been in the band New Pornographers and been releasing amazing solo work. And I've played New Pornographers on this podcast. Yep. I played Destroyer, which is Dan Behar. Yeah. I played Fancy, which is Todd Fancy. Yeah. But my favorite New Pornographers member solo work 
has to hands down be Nico Case. Correct. Um, she also did the Case Lang Veers project mm. um, with Katie Lang and Laura Veers, who we recently heard from on this pod. She's released six solo albums over the last 20 years. And her last solo album, The Worst Things Get, The Harder I Fight, The Harder I Fight, The More I Love You, uh, critically acclaimed, Grammy nominated, hotel accommodated. <laughs> um, that's from her. I don't remember. I think a Kanye song. Um, yeah, some some sort of lyric. I can't remember. But um, I personally love that album a lot. And uh, it's been five years since that album. And she's back, baby. Uh, her album Hell On is out June 1st. And the singles she's released have been interesting, very different from each other. The titular Hell On is kind of dark and theatrical. And then we're going to listen to this new song, Bad Luck. And uh, it's kind of what I would expect from her, but kind of sounds revitalized. And um, she experienced some bad luck, as we talked about, her barn burned down and that was actually she found out about it like hours before uh recording this song so yeah that's uh you can thank that barn burning for uh especially authentic performance she uh produced this whole album and i just feel like there's there's some a new breath of fresh air with this uh new song so why don't we get into this let me uh throw some salt over my shoulder first (sighs) I don't want any of this bad luck rubbing off on me. Uh. Here's Nico Case with Bad Luck. Woke a dog from a running dream in this bad luck.
hotels Acting like it wrote the moon Trying to pass riddles is poetry Embargo is love's waiting room In the meantime course papa liking so the score is two zero currently two to nothing and i haven't uh i I feel like i'm i'm deep in a hole can i climb out of it it doesn't look good for old brian um but yeah that song is incredible she uh she just has the best voice and harmonies going on in that song are incredible i'm pretty sure that's kelly hogan who she's harmonizing with who has been a long time collaborator with her and um she, is that I, like singing the background voice because sounded like there was a male voice that comes in two-thirds of the way through and i always wonder if that was bachman eric bachman i don't know uh he is also a collaborator together. yeah she she uh she draws really talented people in because she's just so fantastic and who wouldn't want to work with uh with nico k she's one of my favorite um singer songwriters making music um right now and this does sound different it's it's kind of fun it's got a nice uh nice vibe to it it's a very catchy but also kind of weird song it has bongos that come in i love the bongos which yeah, is i was great. gonna mention the and like the the muted guitar line that's subtle in the background um yeah. it's it's just uh it's a great song uh born out of something that she thought was going to be really bad but ended up being not so bad but yeah. it's still bad luck um i'm if i'm not mistaken i believe that barn was where she recorded the song don't forget me on middle cyclone which is like one mm. of my favorite songs and it just sounds yeah. incredible and open um so it's sad that that was burnt yeah. down and you mentioned uh the chorus the the backing vocals there and that reminds me of like a 50s yeah 50s pop song and some motown stuff um i love those that sort of echoing in the of bad luck in the chorus and uh i love the line because she says that so i died and went to work keep singing that yeah and i i feel like that's kind of the sentiment of the whole song is like sort of like you die like the worst happens and then you continue on with your life and um for sure yeah it's a great it is a great line and it happens a lot with people in general it's a great like, concept like yeah part of you dies but you just gotta get working on the the damage that's done yeah. yeah it's super cool and also like i feel like it relates in the way of like 
you could have some crisis going on doesn't mean anyone else in the world cares or like you know it's mm-hmm. like your whole world could be ended it's like doesn't affect the whole world and you have to keep on going somehow um and saying uh it's not as bad as i thought it would be but it's still pretty bad luck and being like you know it could be worse but still not great <laughs> oh and you know another sign of uh bad luck is uh black cats and That's we true. talked about my black cat, Annie, named after Orphan Annie and Annie Clark of St. Vincent. And then my other cat, Nico, named after Nico. And, well, Nico from the Velvet yeah, Underground. Yeah, and Nico case. You spell it the Nico from Velvet Underground, right? Yeah. But the secret spelling is with an E oh, and I didn't K. know that. Oh, no, I'm making that up. But so when you have bad luck, Nico case, just know there's a cat in Detroit that feels your pain because that's what happens when you name a pet after someone they become psychically linked with that person we all know this luke why are you wasting our time (laughs) all right i will move on right now but so that was uh bad luck from nico case from hell on out june 1st on anti just i mean you said everything that i feel she is one of my favorite singer songwriters um, and I can't wait for this album because I think it's going to be one of her best. Well, I feel like I have died after getting went down. To work. <laughs> well, after getting down in the score two to nothing. Yeah. But I got to go to work, and yeah. I I do feel like I did a lot of work this week getting a really good four song set list or playlist. <laughs> I'm not playing them. Uh, getting a really good set of four songs. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm going to start off with. A New York-based duo uh, called Lion Babe. Have you heard them before? No, and you played Lion Limb before. Is this like a pattern you're playing on yeah. Lion Bands now? Well, as you know, my my nickname as a child was Brian the Lion, and I hated it. So I'm trying to like co-opt that, and any anything I see with Lion, I just g- grab it up. I gobble <laughs> it up. I gotta have it. Um, I'm, intru- I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you have not heard Lion Babe before. No. Um, they are a really great uh, duo. They they make R and B music that is kind of left of center a little bit, but also is um, focused on kind of having this retro sound to it as well. Um, actually, the singer songwriter of Lion Babe, Jillian Hervey, is Vanessa Williams' daughter, hmm. the, the actress. Oh. Um, she went to boston's northeastern university wait a second she's on that makeup commercial i have heard of that oh <laughs> she's on some geez. makeup commercial. wait a minute makeup there's commercial. a little thing that says someone someone of lion babe i thought it sounded familiar ah, interesting and i think i looked it up and she, uh i did listen to a song of it and saw that she was vanessa williams donner so fascinating um what did you think of the song i don't remember that's great one bit <laughs> well we're gonna listen to another one from them uh she did meet uh she met the other half of the duo at boston's uh northeastern university his name's lucas goodman aka astro raw which is pretty fun he's a producer and they started making music together she heard some of his tracks really liked him he heard her voice really liked it and the rest of the rest is history um so they released one album back in 2016 and it was it was widely uh, acclaimed it featured collaborations with Pharrell Williams and Childish Gambino so they they nice. they they know uh what they're doing here 
Um, and this song that I'm going to play features a friend of ours that we've not really a friend, but we've played her on the podcast, and that's Lake Haley 47. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lake Haley 47 is an incredible New York based rapper. She has just a, a style all her own, ha- always is wearing a ski mask. With Nobody like, knows. No one no really one knows, knows what looks like. Maybe Lion Babe does. Yeah, maybe, maybe she took it off, and, but I don't know. Maybe she didn't. But uh, it, she's great. Look her up. She had a, one of my favorite albums of last year. Uh, you, you enjoyed it as oh, well. Oh, yeah. A lot. So the song is really good. I feel like if, if anyone can get me on the right path, hopefully it's Lion Babe and Lake Haley 47. So. Let's listen to them with the song, The Wave. Let's go.
All right, you can put one point in the W column. <laughs> lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Lion, babe. I, you know, we were talking about, I was telling you off mic, uh, it was just the 10th anniversary of the office dinner party episode, and they keep going, mm-hmm. Michael and Jan keep calling each other, hey, babe, babe. So that every time you said lion, babe, I just kept thinking, babe. So then um, you just had to. I it, had you, to. It only could stew so long in that brain of yours yes. before it came out. Julian Hervey, by the way, Pantene. I was wrong. It, hair products. Oh. But either way. You were so wrong. Either way, get that money, Julian. Endorsement deals, baby. Um, lion baby. Lion baby. Um, that was that was a nice, funky groove um, topped off with a great verse from Lake Haley 47. Uh, yeah, it just put me in a good mood. I, I dug it. Yeah, for sure. It's a great, like, you know, hopefully sometime soon, winter's going to stop uh, here in the in the Midwest region. We just got some a little more snow this morning, which was a lot of fun. Did we? I didn't even know. Yeah, notice. we did. Oh. Um, it was it was coming down. I mean, we didn't get any accumulation. But anyway, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not weather time. With Easy, Chuck Gainica. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Oh, man. Local did references. you know? So Chuck, <laughs> Chuck Gainica is a local weatherman who shares a birthday with my wife and my mother isn't that oh great? really well i have a better chuck gatica story um i actually met him once at some event uh that i was filming oh gee no <laughs> that's dropper. not the story Jesus. is um that my girlfriend kyle calls him her nemesis because oh. when she was like 12 he came to their school or something and patted her on the head oh no <laughs> and she not has cool. never forgotten that's what you do to a dog or a <laughs> yeah, cat or exactly an or uh, yeah someone you're trying to be like oh yeah shut up yeah, okay yeah. get out of here so um why were we talking about Chuck? <laughs> so this is a great song when the weather breaks here that you can play at your backyard barbecues or your pool parties mm. or whatever um it's it's just so fun and breezy and i love the like kind of disco-y funky sound going on but then i i really like when it breaks down and has like a a modern hip-hop beat that comes in that hits hits pretty hard there um it's just a it's a really good song i like it more and more every time i hear it so this was just released as like a one-off single and then it was played on the BBC's like hottest record in the world. That's and then they the said world. that this is uh, going to be on an upcoming album that is coming out this summer. So that's exciting as well. They're they're great. You should check out their back catalog. So I one. certainly will. So that was Lion Babe with the Wave featuring Lake Haley Forty Seven. Again, it's from an upcoming album out this summer. All right. Well, my next song comes from. Brooklyn-based artist Elke, spelled E-L-K-E. Um, you probably haven't heard of him. Very new. Uh, this is the musical project of Kayla Granger, and uh, her debut EP "Bad Metaphors" is out next Friday, April twentieth, four twenty. Blaze it. Um, and these, the songs on here. Every time there's one on April twentieth, I got to call out the four twenty ness of it. Sure, man. Yeah. Of it all. Um, but. The songs on here are breakup anthems uh, inspired by past relationships. And uh, I'm going to play the song Without the Eye. And this is the opener on the EP. This is the song I messaged you about. 
saying that I was mm. really excited about it, not because it was like a big artist or anything, it, quite the opposite, very new, but it's just so good. I've been obsessed with it. Kayla has a really interesting voice. Uh, kind of sounds like Julian Casablancas in the verse, and um, like sounds like a man. You're going to think that when you hear it, and um, but then in the chorus, kind of gets some uh, creakiness to it, some falsetto. So it's really cool. So let's uh, take a listen. Here's Without the Eye by Elkie. You only call me when you're drunk To tell me we were once in love I don't answer anymore And you sing our old song when she says record You only call me when you're drunk The sedative was not enough I don't answer anymore And you sing our old song when she says record This really uh, hurts me. Yep. Come on, spit it out. Uh, it really uh, makes it 
you know even what you more, must do. Even more improbable. Um, but yeah, Papa Likey, that song. Yeah, it was great. It definitely uh, sounded like Julian Casablancas of The Strokes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, her her voice is very very interesting. I I enjoyed it. It the structure of the song kind of threw me for a loop, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed. Uh, and all the instruments just sound great. That's important in music for the instruments to sound really good. Uh, I, I don't like know when you, when they you know, play the right notes yeah. and like the instruments are in tune and stuff. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Uh, but no, like the drums were huge sounding. Yeah. Um, you could you could just feel them vibrating off of your your face. Yeah, the driving sort of uh, Vampire Weekend Diane Young type drums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. But yeah, just the, the instrumentation was fantastic. Vocals are great, mixed with the interesting structure. I'm in. Um, it was a great rock song. I can uh, definitely see myself blasting that on the on the old stereo. Oh yeah, baby! And like on the next song, you can kind of more tell. Voice sounds a little bit different. Um, she said, "I really have owned the fact that I kind of sound like a man," and I love that. Like I think a. Not knowing when I first listened to it, I just thought whoever this person's voice is, is amazing and emotive just the way it kind of cracks like that in the chorus and changes with the changes in the song. But then uh, finding out it was a female and uh, just how she taking something that makes you different and maybe you would be insecure because it makes you different and turning it into a strength, like owning it and making it like... Because that's, I feel like uh, when you're young, you always want to hide the things that are different about you. Mm-hmm. And um, as you get older, you realize that not being different really sucks and look for things that set you apart. And uh, definitely you learn to like embrace that weirdness yeah. or like make it your own. Um, embrace the strange, baby. Embrace the strange. Keep Portland weird. Yeah. <laughs> Keep Brooklyn weird. Because that's where Elke is from. Oh, also, uh, Sean Everett produced this album. Uh, so that makes sense because he's an amazing producer and uh, engineer. He did just, I'm looking at his credits here on All Music. Like, he just mixed that Casey Musgraves album and a Ooh. bunch of stuff we played. I remember talking nice. about him last year because a bunch of stuff we played last year. So, yeah, it's really cool. I'm super excited that this ep will be out in the world soon because uh she's amazing and this song just has been embedded in my dna because i've been listening to it so much and reflecting on the lyrics oh another thing like the the whole concept in the chorus talking about you said love you without the i like instead of saying i love you Mm. saying i love you and so like not committing and uh, I also love the lyric of uh, every street has a dead end. That's a new beginning. And um, I had to walk through fire to lose your track. Basically talking about the breakup and having to go through a lot of shit, but to ultimately have a new beginning on the other end. Um, so that was Elky without the eye from Bad Metaphors out April 20th. Oh man. Doobie Down Jones. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. That's Luke's uh middle name. 
It's a weird middle. It's a weird middle name. Luke can't stop, won't stop, LeBen. It's I've, true. I've never heard such a strange middle name, but that's him. Uh, speaking of interesting names, my next artist definitely has one of those. Uh, this is Jenny Haval. Have oh you, yeah. I I uh, I've known her name, but I've never really listened a ton to her and. Um, she has a this new song, which now I'm like, I need to go listen to more of her stuff. Uh, are you more familiar with her than I? I listened to her uh, uh, to a couple of her songs, and she's kind of folky, right? Well, she's a uh, she she's all over the place. Um, she's also like a producer, kind of in the electronic ish world, but mm. also but folky as well this is maybe the first or second song of hers that i've heard and i just heard it today so she's pretty new to me someone i've been meaning to check out and this song is super interesting very cool uh it it covers a lot of ground it's gonna be a lot uh for your little pea brain to take in but i i hope you can really focus on it and uh appreciate this um she's my best yeah so uh, she's a Norwegian multidisciplinary artist, uh, and I say that because she actually has her debut novel coming out Ooh. on October 2nd. It's being put out by an imprint of Penguin's Random House, so like it's like nice. a legit publisher. That's called Paradise Rot, so check that out too. I have no idea what it's about, yeah. but it's pretty awesome that she uh, wrote a novel. But back to her music. For this upcoming EP, she wanted to kind of focus on composition as opposed to concept she's been more of a conceptual artist in past uh recordings where she'll come up with um the you know a a concept for an album and carry that out in Mm -hmm. all its different facets but this she wanted to really focus on composition how melody interplays with the music and um she kind of recycles some uh, melodies some different um instrumentation uh sounds from song to song on this ep and i like that one yeah where, do that. where they come up with like themes or motifs and carry them on it's pretty cool um so i'm i'm very interested to hear this this ep based on how cool this song is uh she teamed up with a lot of norwegian jazz musicians uh with live percussion piano saxophone and trumpet jazz exactly jazz. oh i should have done jazz hands we'll say i did sorry right. yeah he, he he did it no one can see you, so it, you could just say that. You can you, you can hear jazz hands when they're happening. Oh, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, we'll see if this makes you do jazz hands, and I'm sure the the listeners will uh, like to know if you you know did them during the song. So we'll have to I'll update give updates, them. Yeah. We'll have to give them a jazz hand update. But let's get into this song. This is Jenny Haval with spells.
You're catching up. Yeah. Lordy, lordy, very gordy. And that was six minutes long, and it yeah. just breezed right through it. I was sucked in. I didn't even notice. It was lovely. Uh, so much to unpack. I feel like it's just so many cool parts to it. The first, the beginning orchestration was beautiful. Absolutely I pictured beautiful, myself yeah. falling in this like tornado of piano keys and yeah. horns and stuff. And then the the first kind of verse kind of has that old school folk melody, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what I kind of know her as your aforementioned Nico's or um, uh, like uh, Joni Mitchell. And uh, then she gets into that kind of groove, that catchy uh, sort of chorus, but it kind of continues for the rest of the uh, song. Her voice sounded it all. A lot of it sounded kind of interestingly recorded where she was kind of like sounded like she was far away from the mic at the end. Um, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. It had this quality of like um, feeling like something came came right comes right before it in the in the track list order. Like it, it feels like it's a continuation at the beginning and then it kind of um, morphs into this other song and then it kind of morphs into a couple other songs yeah. within it and then it, it um, kind of has like a weird like almost her folk version of scatting uh, as the bridge where <laughs> she's just kind of like yeah like to the to the um notes of the uh the horns and yeah i i it's like you said a lot to unpack it's very like spacey like i, I get that feel of that you were saying like you're you're kind of floating falling down with all these instruments yeah. around you um yeah. also it um when I, I just did that interview with Noam B, if you, you should listen to that if you haven't, listeners. But um, in it, he was talking, I asked him about the album cover, and like, because it looked very 90s, and he said it was actually supposed to be 60s, and they shot it with this, I don't I don't remember if it was a lens or a filter, but he said it was something like the Isley Brothers used for their album covers. So that just kind of gave it that kind of vintage haze. And that's how I feel with this. It kind of felt like, an old like 60s pop or folk or something but then but really like compositionally there's so much going on that it doesn't feel like just one thing it feels like they're just one of a kind for sure yeah and i i agree like even some of the instruments sounded as if they were recorded and muffled a little bit like the drums um were were at times kind of uh, very soft and um uh, delicate but it was all balanced really yeah, really it was really well definitely intentional it didn't sound like bad or yeah. anything it was just sounded gave it a really cool feel absolutely so i'm very excited for this ep i want to hear what the yeah. rest of it sounds like where this fits in uh you know compositionally and um it, it ex- excites me that she's really viewing this ep as a big continuous composition so yeah we'll see uh what that sounds like uh, that was Jenny Haval with Spells from The Long Sleep, which is out May 25th on Sacred Bones. Oh, you know that uh, show I was just telling you you need to catch up on? Mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. My next band's from Atlanta. Whoa. Slash Athens, which we we oh, know is boy. a... Shoot. But yeah, they're based in Atlanta. Um, And uh, this is the band Neighbor Lady. You ever heard of them? I don't think so. Uh, they're, they're pretty new too, but... um. They are a uh, four-piece out of Atlanta, and the press release says a missing link between indie rock and classic country western, 
which listening to the rest of the album, you would kind of pick up on the, the country part of it. Not so much on this song. And uh, this song is kind of got like a post-punk kind of dissonant uh, rock thing going on. Um, let's get into it. We'll talk about it more after. Uh, here's Neighbor Lady with Let It Bleed. that song i think it's really good i can see where it would 
uh it could divert into country but it doesn't quite for this song but like some of the the guitar sounds like it could go mm-hmm. into slide guitar country a little bit and her voice her emily voice. braden's kind of southern twang to it yeah and uh, but no i i enjoyed it it definitely is a song that makes me want to check them out more yeah uh and it's a it's a great introduction to neighbor lady um it is also spooky on friday the 13th that they're talking about letting something bleed yeah i i don't know what but they're they're looking at it and they're like just let it bleed that's and, interesting and that something about that off note uh, that they throw in yeah. there with the piano going ding 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 yes. ding because like it kind it sounds kind of happy but with that off note makes it kind of spooky. Like, it's like oh I'm about to get jasoned. Yeah, I hope they're not talking about me. Why? When they're saying let it bleed. Oh yeah, like, they're like let it that Brian it there. Yeah, bleed. That was uh, another great vocal performance from Emily Braden. Yeah. Her voice kind of does a similar cracking, uh, which I love. Just that kind of going falsetto for a second. Um, and yeah, they they're got that country uh, sort of influence, but I like that they're going into this kind of dissonant, kind of reminds me of post-punk type thing. This is their debut album coming out, so these are some more newbies. So yeah. Noobs, man. I'm interested in checking these noobs check out. Check those noobs. <laughs> you just got to check the noobs sometimes. You better check your noobs. I'm going to change that to my... <laughs> Um, sign off phrase you better check your noobs um so that was neighbor lady with let it bleed from maybe later out may 11th on friendship fever all right i got i got some noobs as well um they i mean they released this ep locally back in like 2016 but no longer noobs well but that's all they have they're disqualified from being noobs and it's being re-released uh by car park records and I love this thing. It's out already, and it is so good. Uh, it comes from the New Zealand four-piece, The Beths. I think you're going to enjoy this song. Uh, it has a similar... Um, Are they all named wait, Beth? Like the Ramones? The Ramones were all named Beth. Did you know that? Yeah. The, <laughs> That's Bethy, what I meant by that. Bethy Ramone, Bethy Ramone, <laughs> Bethy Ramone, yeah. and Bethy Ramone. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was interesting. Exactly. Um, but no, this is made up of four friends who met at the University of Auckland where they were all studying jazz. <laughs> hey, jazz. 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 jazz, jazz, jazzity jazz. That's wonderful. Um, jazzity jazz, that's that's what they were studying, jazzity jazz. And they uh, really attached to each other and wanted to make music together and they tried different configurations. They they played um, jazz music for a while. But mm-hmm. really where they felt they hit their stride was when they uh, explored the pop rock sounds of their youth. Like some of the pop punk they really enjoyed. And they brought that jazziness to it. You know, mm. It's not really that jazzy. But there's some good technical playing going on in uh, throughout this uh, EP. And they just took that friendship. They turned it into this nice diluted down to just all killer, no filler pop punk, um, much like some 41, baby. <laughs> but they uh, they so they have this EP that's been re-released and also they have a debut full length album coming out later this year. But really check out this EP and I think you're going to enjoy it. 
This song is really good. I'm excited to play it for you. I feel like it's right up your alley. Oh, give me that jazz. I'm going to give it to you. Uh, ooh, that sounds weird. <laughs> You're my cousin. Uh, so let's check out the Beths with whatever.
was fun. I had a lot of fun listening to that. We have fun here. You we know? do have fun. Um, but no, that was that was a uh, good good rock and jam. I loved the uh, the backup vocals saying whatever. Yeah, whatever. Mm. A bitchin' solo. Um, rocked really hard. I I dug it. I can definitely see some uh, homage being paid to some of the uh, pop punk of of our uh, younger days. For sure, and I I like how they combined it. The so when you were talking in the Nico Case song about like some harmonies that reminded you of like the '60s or something, mm-hmm. this similarly had yeah, those really absolutely. great harmonies running throughout. Um, I just love this song so much. I think it's such a great rock song, and uh, it just just really gets me going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like you said, great solo. And uh, what else? What else do you need from a really good rock song then for it to rock? And Rocket did. So that was the Beths with Whatever from Warm Blood, which is out now on Car Park Records. Check it out. There's also a song called Rush Hour 3, and it's uh, about, I think, either seeing Rush Hour 3 in the theater or renting it at a video store. I forget which one. I'm sorry, but it's fun that they have a song about Rush Hour 3. Oh, this is my United States of whatever. I wish that's how their song Whatever went. Oh, <laughs> you no. remember that song? I do. <laughs> yes. so great. <laughs> That was that was all right. Uh, that was who sang that? Um, uh, it was Liam. Yeah, Lynch. but he went on to make that talking out of cups YouTube video that everyone said was a guy on acid, but then we found out it was just him trying to be funny. So it kind of got a little less funny. Still pretty funny, but I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. But that's fun. it. Was this video? Is this YouTube video? It's still pretty great if you watch it. Of this lizard talking. And the the whole story was like that. It was like this guy who took acid and says a bunch of crazy stuff. Uh, I don't know. I really, I don't know if we'll ever know the true story behind talking out of cups, but it's pretty funny. You you'll get a giggle out of it. So, um, Luke, if you if you get a papalikey on this, you win. Uh, the best I can hope for is a tie, which mm-hmm. a tie results in a cuzzo hug. Yeah. Uh, and I would much prefer a cuzzo hug than spending any amount of time, time with Orrin any Hatch. amount of time with Orrin Hatch, especially I don't want to like try and explain something to him because he, you know, like yeah. those guys who think they know everything. So he's probably going to think he knows everything. Ah, I just he's, don't want to do that. He's, I hope he's we'll see. an old man. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to be ageist. If you're old, keep rocking. <laughs> keep rocking in the free world. Yes. All right. Well, I've got a nice, refreshing little uh, song to spritz you with here. I say spritz because this is the band Spritzer, which, how fun is it to say that word? Spritzer. 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 It's it fun if you do a little hand like roll uh, with a little bow. Spritzer. Spritzer. Um, and actually, Ghetto Blaster Magazine, uh, they just posted uh, about Spritzer's new song. Wow. I'm not playing that song. Um, I actually haven't heard that song yet. I bet it rules. But I'm going to play this first single that they shared called Little Mystery. And uh, this is a band uh, founded by Matthew Mead, who is another Brooklyn musician. He's from the band Friend Roulette. And um, this is just a great little pop rocky nug. Uh, Mead describes this song as a fun and shamelessly cheesy love song. Cheesy love. My favorite kind of love. Cheesy love. My cheesy love. She give me love, 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 love. Cheesy love. Yeah. Yeah. 
the best songs are about cheesy love. So let's get into it. This is Spritzer with Little Mystery. That was also a fun, great, you know, poppy song as well. I enjoy songs that um, they kind of make you think this is going to explode. And, it, like, I want there to be, like, some cathartic rock out sort of thing. And then they hold back and they're like, no, what you really want is some fun synths and, like, 
a weird dissonance at the end and yeah. i'm like yeah song you're right that's better uh i, I like the holding off of that and you like of, to edge we've talked about this. <laughs> yes that song really <laughs> got me edging and boy oh boy did it ever work for me um yeah, and that's the thing is sometimes I'm looking for something really powerful lyrics or just like really like Jenny Haval, like that one of a kind uh, structure and composition. But then sometimes I just dig a cheesy, catchy love song, you for know. Sure. Um, but this one's deceptively simple because uh, the more I listen to it, I'm like, it really it could rest on its laurels easily. It's got the fun, the melody, and it's driving and. It could rest there, but then, um, like you said, adds in some synths, some subtle horn parts, and then uh, I love that doom, 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 and then that's mm. how the song ends up uh, ending too. So, um, yeah, there's more, more than more to more than meets the eye, more than meets the ear at first. Gotta listen with with, with your good ears. <laughs> that's true. You you better make sure sh- I. I have my good ears on yeah, today. Thank God so you brought them. I'm I'm happy about that. But yeah, I this has uh like high re listenable quality to it. I am going oh, yeah. to uh make sure I put this on some playlists, that's for sure. Well I hope you enjoyed that spritzing. That was Spritzer with Little Mystery from Love Lies Decay, another debut album. I got the noobs all up in this app. Uh that is out. April 27th on Paper Garden Records. All right. Well, here we are. Here we are, folks. It's three to two. This is it. The home team, the Luke LeBens, are winning. They got the, Brian's only got one shot left. Can he end it in a cuzzo hug? No, he can't. No, he can't. Yes, no, he, he can. can. Yes, he, he can. He should give up now. Lock her up. No. Lock her up. Um, so, I feel like... This is this is a really good song to end on. I pushed it to the end because I feel like it's maybe the strongest song in my in my four songs. Um, I like it a lot. Very interesting. I think it'll I think it'll really like tickle your ears in a good way. Um, tickle my biscuit. Yeah. Uh, it, this comes from a uh, singer, songwriter, producer, and violinist named. Sudan Archives. Have you heard? Well, she's not named it, but that's what the project's called. Um, she grew up in Ohio, where she learned to play the violin in elementary school, and so she's she's been playing the violin for a long time. But after moving to Los Angeles, she began exploring the um, her connection with Northeast Africa and discovered some of the violin playing style of the Northeast and Western African regions. And that really helped her to get the sound that she's going for here. Mm. And again, she mixed that with um, some modern production style. And it just makes a very winning combination. It reminds me of like old school Erica Badu, like if she was making music now. So let's get to it. This is Sudan Archives with Not For Sale. Call me when you need something. 
to be free Time to spread my wings I don't like leeches All that nonsense gonna get back with ya Don't got time for snitches You're pulling me down Thought you was my sister My strings propagate through space and time Here and there at the same time And it mentions in basic rhyme You ain't gotta be mad Look deep and go higher when you climb But stay out of my path But stay out of my flight path Never feeling lonely, only gliding Flying, always being Constantly reminded Time is running up, don't wish your luck Sucker, this is my life, don't mix that up This is my life, don't block the sun This is my seat, can't you tell This is my time, don't waste it up This is my land, not for sale As an air pump through my hair As we blow through the square We don't even care Dirt roads and bare feet Tied to memories so sweet Mesmerized men at my feet Let's go to the top, just you and me As the sun hides and fog takes over I call it African November Don't wait for me, son Feeling lonely, only gliding, flying, always being constantly reminded. Time is running up, don't wish your luck, sucker. This is my life, don't mix that up. This is my life, don't block the sun. This is my seat, can't you tell? This is my time, don't waste it up. This is my land, not for sale. You've done it, old bean. Yes. I wasn't sure, but Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. But I was going back and forth. I wasn't sure at first, but I loved that chorus. It was the violin and the production was really cool, and it was just smooth and bouncy. I dug it a lot. I really liked that where she was just using her voice, going like uh, and <laughs> moving it back and forth. Yeah. yeah, really cool. For sure. Um. So the the name of the EP that this is a part of is Sync. And uh, she says, Sync describes the way I want my music to make you feel. 
it's inspired by my love of fluidity, movement of jellyfish and water. So, you- so, so like the ship type of sinking, not like sinking my iPod to my... Exactly. Yes. Yes. The ship type of, or like sinking into right, something, right. you know, like just which I it, totally yeah. get that vibe. Me too, for sure. And something else that's really cool. She just wrapped up uh tour with Tune Yards. So that would have no been, shit. that would have been an awesome show to see. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, I like it. I'm interested to, uh, to hear the rest of this EP. I think it's going to be pretty good. We don't have to wait too long, um, to hear it. It's coming out in May. So mother may I. <laughs> Yes, you may. So that was Sudan Archives with Not For Sale from Sync, which is out May 25th on Stone's Throw Records. Thank God we ended in a tie. I don't have to spend... I I mean, I was just spending so much time in the Roseanne writer's room, and yeah, they were nice, but they were just shooting my ideas down. There was always the the dangerous prospect of head writer-in-chief donald trump walking in yeah. he never did uh you know i wish he would have at least come in and fired me that would have been cool that would have been fun i mean he fires everyone why couldn't he have fired me but thank goodness i don't have to spend any time with orrin hatch yep. that son of a gun so luke let's uh let us share a cuzzo hug let's do it since we tied here we go oh you're hugging me too tight you're just a little guy (laughs) let it bleed i'm gonna let it bleed Uh, i think my spine's popping out of my back skin (laughs) over here but i'll finish up this episode anyway um we gotta talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in shouts first off shouts to king tough played uh the other the titular other a couple weeks ago on the podcast that's a great album uh also john prine he's a a classic folk storyteller and uh his album's on uh first listen right now and i was checking it out yesterday very good and um this last one's funny Derek Smalls, which is Harry uh, Shearer's yep. character from Spinal Tap, has a album about like getting older. So Weird. that's gonna be interesting. I am looking forward to Say Sumi with oh, yeah. Where We Were Together. Also Night Flowers with Wild Notion and Laura Veers with the Lookout. Uh those three albums coming out, all of which we've played songs from. Um we play good music sometimes, I feel like. It's music that I like. Also, Rival Consoles, um, that's a, I, I don't even know much about him, but he's an electronic producer. His last album was really good, so check that out. Cool. Persona. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, as always, head over to Ghetto Blaster Magazine and check out everything that we got going on over there. As I said, they posted about that new Spritzer song, so go check that out. Um if you could write us a review on iTunes, if you enjoy our show, tell everyone you know, and you can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. And thanks to Aaron Quillen, our buddy Silly Quilly, and his band Congress for letting us use the song Pond Fight for our theme song. For Ghetto Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. Best song ever.